0: And so you have this love interest. And the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like, this love interest is super boring. Okay. Like They're just like, oh, I love you because, like... I can teach you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this is very shallow.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And
2: Michaela is joining us today to review an entire series. I don't know how much you've been following our podcast, but she joined us several months ago to review a revisitation of Twilight in light of the release of Midnight Sun. So she is back here today to talk about the Shatter Me series that actually starts with a book called Shatter Me.
0: (laughs) Hey, so yeah, I promise I do read more than young adult novels, but... I'm not going to, like, lie, I really enjoy young adult novels. So, mm-hmm. like you said, the pacing's really good, and I kind of like how it's a little dramatic. And-
2: well, I mean, especially if you're busy, you work full-time, yeah. you want it to get right into the plot. You don't want it to meander- you engaged. You know. Yeah, I'm not
0: trying to waste time. I'm just trying to have a good time. Pages you, know? Right <laughs> about,
2: you know, I walked across a room, and that takes, like, four pages. So, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what led you to the Shatter Me
0: series? My Kindle. So... <laughs> I've just been on this spin where I'm just letting the Kindle tell me what I'm going to read next. And I guess it picked up on the young adult thing. So I read like eight different books and then I was like, maybe I should switch it up. And so I tried to find some adult novels, which were interesting, but I ended up downloading an erotic novel by accident <laughs> and nothing against erotic novels but it's not what i was going for so <laughs> i had to, to back be more out of that obvious one. on the cover yeah <laughs> well, yeah because
2: i think people used to get really embarrassed of reading you know like the bodice rippers that were so obvious what they were mm-hmm. that erotica in general has tried to tame down their covers so that yeah. people aren't embarrassed to pick them up but now they're kind of like traps for
0: unsuspecting <laughs> yeah. readers. So. i feel like i've been hoodwinked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the erotic novel i thought it was gonna be like a spin on fairy tale And I was like, oh, well, I'm not a romance reader, but I'll give it a shot. It's been a while since I've tried out romance. Maybe I'll like it this time. And it was not a romance novel or not just a romance novel. (laughs) So (laughs) there was very little plot. (laughs) Yeah, it's not what I was going for. But anyways, the Shatter Me series was one that I really enjoyed. The Kindle just kind of recommended the book and I read it, and was really hooked by the way it was written, was really what got me the first time. Am I allowed to just, like, totally, like, full spoilers? Yeah, you can. Okay, so it starts off with the main character being in complete isolation for almost a year. She's had no human contact, and it's from her journal. Okay. It starts off from her journal. And the way it's written, there's, like, run-on sentences, and it's very, like, stream of consciousness, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting because... Most books you read, they make sure the grammar is correct. And so it was tripping me up for the first couple of chapters because you would go a whole paragraph and there wouldn't even be a comma. And so it was very strange. But then the more I read it and the more I got into it, it kind of developed where the way it was written changed with how her mind was, like her mental state. Okay. So when she's in isolation, the grammar is absolutely terrible. But it makes sense stream of consciousness wise. So once I adjusted it, my brain just hooked on and knew exactly what was going on. Mm -hmm. Once she gets out of isolation and starts interacting with other characters, you know, she has the ups and downs emotionally. You can see the changes with the way the book is written. So when things are more chill, it's very proper grammar, how you would expect from a normal book. But when there's something going on, like a major fight or some intense conversation, you're going to have more run-on sentences and it goes faster and it makes you read faster. And so I was like tapping the Kindle as fast as I could reading because <laughs> my brain did not have time for periods and commas. <laughs> Much like the character. Yeah. So and so, does she know why she's in isolation? So the whole premise of the book is she has this ability where when she touches somebody, they die. Like she oh. absorbs their, their life force, basically. And so... While she's in isolation, she's kind of processing the fact that she accidentally killed a child in a supermarket because she watched, she was seeing the child being abused by its parent. And when the, parent, the child got knocked over, she ran up to go help, not thinking. And when she helped the kid up, by the time she looked down, the kid was dead. And so then it opens up this whole world of okay, well, these children started showing up with different abilities, and it goes into this whole dystopian novel premise she comes in contact with one person who is not affected by her ability she can actually touch him and so then it starts like this side romance thing that you always have in teen novels but it's it's not like the focus you know it's teenagers there's some romance and then eventually through the series you realize oh well there's actually a second person that she can touch choices yeah she's got two (laughs) options so we're doing great and so then you have your textbook like love triangle mm-hmm.
1: and is that all in the first book the meeting the two different people
2: yes okay so i think my frustration with love triangles and i just now realized this is pretty much without fail it's the first character that's introduced that ends up becoming the dominant romance uh, and the you want it to character... be a little
1: more like yeah make up, it
0: convincing. so that's where i liked this one okay. because in the first book the second one that's introduced is actually the enemy oh okay he's like the villain in the first book and so you have this love interest and the whole time i'm reading it i'm like this love interest is super boring okay. like they're just like oh i love you because like i
1: can touch we could, you <laughs> yeah and it's
0: like this is very shallow and yeah, i love um, you because i can i guess <laughs> yeah it's like we can actually hug sometimes i don't know. yeah <laughs> and so it was like it really just felt like she was selling out and it just bothered me mm-hmm. and so when the book ended and it ends right around the time that you find out that she can touch Like, the enemy can touch her. You're like, well, that's pretty weird. I wonder how that's going to go. But, like, this romance, it it needs to either develop into something else or, like, I need some more dimension. (laughs) I don't want to just spoil the whole series. It turns out the villain's, like, not really the villain. He's being manipulated from a different front. Mm Okay. Yeah. As the world builds, it gets more complicated. Yeah. And so she actually goes to the second person. And that's actually the main love interest is the second one.
1: Interesting. And
0: that develops into a more complex like because yeah got the it's not to lovers
2: trope and some other stuff like that. yeah
1: OK, but it's nice. I mean, I know it's only two choices, but I would imagine after a while you would be like, it does kind of suck that I literally only could be in a relationship with one person. Yeah, <laughs> uh, So I I'm, I guess I'm glad he's just boring and not horrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was very weird. Like the, I even told my husband when I read the first book. I was like, I really hope the second one either has them break up or like something's got to <laughs> change because this is not doing it for me. But I'm going to push through to the second book because the way it was written was really cool.
1: Yeah. Does that and continue throughout the series?
0: It does. As the series goes on and she develops more as a person, you get more and more of the proper grammar. But okay. it never fails that when it, there's some intense fight or something like that, you tend to get more run on sentences. Okay. it's
1: an so interesting way to do that. You said the
2: other kids and teens were developing special abilities. Can you mm-hmm. tell us about some of the others or are they examined at all in the book?
0: Yes. So there's like this main group that took over the world because it was in shambles and it's kind of the whole world is based roughly 100 years after now. And so when this group took over, they tried to hide the fact that there were these mutations in children. When the main character finds the resistance, the resistance is housing a bunch of children that have these abilities. And you also find out that there's adults and this has been going on for a while. Mm -hmm. And so there's some that can have like telekinetic powers. There's some that can like stretch their arms like miss incredible from oh, <laughs> the yeah. incredible <laughs> yeah every
1: time i imagine that in real life i'm just like no no yeah no. it like, yeah. feels weird right
0: oh. <laughs> i'm trying to think of all the others are they the generally fir- like
1: superhero-y powers like that kind of
0: yeah okay. yeah there's one chick that can fly the main character we find out not only does she touch people and can automatically kill them but she also has like superhuman strength oh yeah, and as she develops that power, she can learn. She learns to turn off the ability to like kill people.
1: Oh, that's that. great! So
0: <laughs> she eventually gets to where she can touch other people and has more options. But yeah, it, I'm getting some real X Men vibes. It, you? It's very okay. X Men vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are they? Do they
1: work together? Like all of the the kids in the resistance? Are they trying to like overthrow the? Yeah, so the okay. goal of
0: the resistance is to bring a new new world order because the yeah. new world order <laughs> did not go well. <laughs> so yeah, you know, your typical dystopian stuff where okay yeah the world's in shambles and somebody's got to save it because mm-hmm. nothing's more dramatic than that teen novels left drama right so
2: <laughs> so I do think it's interesting teen novels in particular are very popular with adults but adults always feel like they have to I don't know apologize Add a little for footnote <laughs> for why they are in that section and stuff it is tell weird. us mm-hmm. tell us what you are looking for when you pick up a teen novel because I feel like it is different than what a teen would look for when they're in that section
0: yeah it's one of the things where I don't even realize that I'm going towards the teen novel it's just I'm looking for something that that is going to grab my attention within the first couple of chapters because I have a limit of 100 pages and that's if it's a really big book. And if I'm not invested in 100 pages, I'm not going to finish pages the book. Is so
1: generous. I know. I know. I mean, it's so generous. Like three pages. That's I if just, it. Like, like, if
0: I had like a big book, I'd yeah. give it 100 pages. If that's I had like a typical a teen novel, I'm like, you get 50. Yeah. Know? <laughs> I want something fast paced. I want something that is more escapism. Like I don't want mm-hmm. a whole lot of real world problems. I've got real world problems. I don't need to read about it. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, I just... Some of the tropes are just interesting. Yeah, and and it's fun.
1: A lot of adult fiction, if it's, like, literary fiction, it tends to be, like, really high-minded, and it wants you to, like, think about things and go slow and, like, examine. And that can be useful, but it also, like, if you are trying to look for escapism, that's not where you're going to find it. And in, like, mystery and thrillers, like, in the adult section, I just feel like it's too often that they're, like, either, like, super gross by like being very violent or just like gross because a lot of mystery and thrillers are like just terrible people <laughs>
0: yes yeah. either you've uh, got
1: like the detective
2: who's burnt out and doesn't and care about anyone anymore yeah like yeah okay.
0: more real world problems that i don't want to do right? <laughs> like give me fake problems like x-men mutant children trying yeah. to dig a new world order <laughs> and i
1: think there's like a little more creativity in the YA section when it comes to those like escapist novels because if you look in like sci-fi and fantasy we're getting a lot more like I think there's been a renaissance in sci-fi and fantasy in the adult section and in the teen section but still I think the teen section has like way more variety to offer you
2: mm-hmm. plus I also feel like in the teen section because I read teen novels periodically I'm a teen as, librarian
1: yeah. so I was <laughs> <Yeah. a power laughs> all of our teen novels
2: and I used to be a teen librarian yeah. so I grew to really appreciate that collection but one thing I've always appreciated about it is authors in that Section don't tend to stay like super on rails within a genre. They're willing yeah. to experiment and test those boundaries between, you know, dystopian and then
0: add some other elements. You can have a space
1: flavor. mystery romance. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's kind of like it was like some romance, and then we have the dystopian, but we also have some like feels like there's sci-fi, little, like because like, yeah. there's like lab aspects to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And oh, cool, yeah.
1: Like a little tiny dash of like political intrigue because they're trying to overthrow a government, but not yeah. too much because they're teenagers. But not too yeah. much.
0: <laughs> She's like, I'm seventeen and I'm gonna rule the world. <laughs> if it makes you feel better we
1: regularly read children's books specifically when they're recommended to us by our children's librarian mm-hmm. so you just whatever you read that makes you feel good that's good enough
0: yeah <laughs> I kind of go around I think the young adult is really cool and mm-hmm. I go into the adult novels yeah. too you know but I think the young adults are just more fun that's fair. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all
2: right well thank you so much for bringing a series to us and for agreeing to meet us we by the way are meeting on a weekend just so we could record this That's but right we yeah. always like getting new voices so we are glad to have you back mm-hmm. on on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's so much fun. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations.
0: Bye. Bye.